Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Music legend Dr. Dre announced on social media that his daughter got accepted into USC. The proud dad posted a picture of himself alongside his daughter, Truly Young, who was holding her acceptance letter. And it read, my daughter got accepted into USC all on her own, no jail time. He has now removed that tweet because people pointed out that he donated $70 million to USC back in 2013. So they might have been uh, slightly influenced to let his daughter in. <laughs> Maybe. But still, but still no jail time. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, the legendary Diana Ross is the latest celebrity to defend Michael Jackson. Uh, she tweeted her support Saturday night, saying, "I believe and trust that Michael Jackson was and is a magnificent, incredible force to me and many others. Stop in the name of love." They had been best friends for almost forty years. Um, she's credited with discovering the Jackson Five. They have a long history. Yeah. So. I would imagine it would be uh, not a. I, I would imagine it would be an emotional decision of whether or not to speak out when you are that close to someone like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know, Diana. I'm sorry, Miss Ross. I have to call her Miss Ross. <laughs> Miss Ross, sorry. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's like family, and you know your best friends. What do you do? Yep. The, the 2019 Kids' Choice Awards aired Saturday night on Nickelodeon. Uh, DJ Khaled hosted the Kids' Votes Voted Award Show. Uh, he had the privilege of hosting the show. He also won favorite collaboration for his song, No Brainer. And then favorite music group went to Maroon 5. Favorite male artist went to Shawn Mendes. Oh! Yes. Uh, Everyone loves him. Yeah, even kids. Because he is a kid. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's an adult, but barely. (laughs) Okay, on TV tonight, we have American Idol uh, on ABC. It's Hollywood Week. That continues. The Voice is on NBC, part one of the Battle Rounds. Um, Then we have Watch What Happens Live, 80 Bryant guest stars. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. That's the latest Dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. Okay, appreciate the info. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Be back in an hour. Okay. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Hey everybody, welcome to the 6 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. 844, or 8, 60844. Jesus, Jason. <laughs> 604 on this Monday, March 25th, 2019. I'm Jason with Lex and Dawn. Thanks for being here uh, as we kick off a brand new week and 
getting to the end of March. Wow. We're just a hop skipping away from April, which is just incredible to think about. Because mm-hmm. February was just so heinous that we're very excited for spring. <laughs> it's very, getting so much excited. better. This yes. weekend was gorgeous. And I think I saw we're going to be hitting 60 at some point, possibly this week. Yeah. So that's good news. I think I could be wrong on that, but I don't know. I think I think I saw 65 somewhere. Whoa. Well, I brought it up. Yes. Wednesday, just... 66 is six is the high. Oh, that's Ooh, gorgeous. That oh, really great. Good. That is really good news. That is good news. Um, I saw us last night. Jordan Peele's uh, new one, his follow up to Get Out. Uh, Dawn saw it last week, and then last night Dawn took Donna Valentine from Donna and Steve. So let's do this. How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? How was the movie? My big fat movie review. I loved it. Um, I was tense. I was tense almost. Well, no, I was tense right at within two minutes. I was uncomfortable. And I wasn't not uncomfortable until I was back in my car uh, driving home. Uh, th- that was when I stopped being uncomfortable. Yes. And, and I'm not joking. I'm really not joking. There were moments where my, um, my, my butt was a little relaxed, but those moments were uh, few and far between in this two-hour movie. And bravo to Jordan Peele. For creating a, a sense of dread, a sense of anxiety, and, and I mean a constant sense of dread and anxiety for for almost an hour and fifty seven minutes, I was I was curious. It freaked me out. It was thought provoking. Uh, it scared the pants out of me at times. It made me laugh. Um, it made me think. Because I was trying to figure out all of the symbolism, which that was our entire car ride home was I was driving Colin going on every article he could on the Internet, (laughs) talking about everybody's theories of the symbolism of this and that and this and that. Because as Dawn said in her initial review, there's there's likely a lot of layers to this that Jordan Peele will never really reveal. I mean, he said as much in an interview. He said he wants to leave a lot of this. Uh, open to the viewer let let their their views um, percolate and it doesn't really much matter what his intent was he's interested in hearing what people take from it and I took a lot I woke up this morning and my the the, the condo is such where when I step out of my bedroom I'm kind of in the main section of my my house there's a living room in the kitchen and I walked out and I'm not joking. I, I, I got uh, really scared for a second thinking that as I opened the door, there was going to be a Jason a doppelganger yes! wearing a red <laughs> jumper and I, I couldn't turn on the lights quick enough. Yeah. And then, and then I realized the lights weren't going to protect me because the doppelganger would know that's what I'm doing. So yes! I was screwed. I, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so there's there's my two minute review there. I I loved I loved us, and I continue thinking about it. So it resonates. Wow. Yeah. I it, it, yes, because you you do try to unravel the puzzle, or you try to unravel this this ball of twine. And the Hollywood Reporter, one of the articles I read last night, because once you get done, I, you I don't know if you're like me, and and Don Don, I don't know if you did this. I sought out articles about this movie to try to to try to see 
if people were thinking the same thing I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, oh, okay, this means this. Oh, oh I, well, I think this means this. What does the internet think? And so one of the, the Hollywood reporter had a great headline and it was us requires a second viewing oh. because once you know, and I'm not going to say much mm-hmm. at all, once you know something, it's, it, it's, it's almost built that way. They said Jordan Peele almost built this movie to be viewed a second time. Yeah. Once you know how everything goes, then to go back, strangely, the dread is still there. It's just a different type of dread. And I thought, absolutely. So, Dawn, I turn Ooh, it to you. Yeah, you can speak to that. You did actually see it for a second time. Talk to me. Yeah, you have to see it twice. Um, okay. Things are revealed. And then with those eyes, you can re-see it. And you can sort of calm down and not have to be so terrified physically about the visceral scares that you get. So you can, since you know sort of what's coming, you can concentrate more on the story and um, think of it in a different way because of what's revealed. So mm-hmm. so that is a really fun time because even more is uncovered. It's like reading a book backwards. It's just like, oh, okay, now I can start from the from the beginning knowing what I know. So I, I enjoyed it even more the second time. And what's so fun is that I love how much the audience reacts in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, I mean, wasn't that fun to hear yes. people get so scared? I mean, especially, which this is not going to give anything away. It's in the trailer. The first time you see the doppelgangers... Did everybody in the theater go, no, no, like, oh, because that's like a little uh, ways into the story. You don't see them right away. And just like just the the, I love hearing people's reaction. And also you like whenever one uh, enemy is defeated, just like people cheering and going, yes, you know, just to evoke that kind of emotion nowadays when we have so much to choose from. It's so hard to tell a new original story. And he is knocking it out of the park. Wow. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that moment when the doppelgangers appear at the house. Because <laughs> from the moment, and I, I made a mental note, from the moment the boy, the little boy says, Dad, there's a family in our driveway. Yeah. <laughs> from, from that moment on, my butt. <laughs> my butt was very tight and uh and, yeah. and 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 I did not untight my butt until yeah. <laughs> the car ride home. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. and I'm and not, not even joking. Yeah. No, I mean I I I was uncomfortable, but a fun uncomfortable. I, yes. And Colin was too and Colin really for whatever reason as much as he likes scary movies, he wasn't I had to sell him on going last night, mm. and then he enjoyed it, and again, I, he likes anything that's kind of thought-provoking, and us, that's what we're talking about if you just tuned in, Jordan Peele's new one, us is absolutely thought-provoking, because it is an onion with many layers, many layers, some I still don't understand. It's one I of my top five understand. horror movies now in my top five list. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah, wow. for sure. I mean, think about, like, just... What it it's doing just the visceral scare scares of just like on a Michael Myers level of just like something stalking feeling of dread, just the way it's filmed uh, and then psychologically just facing your own self. It just all the layers. I love mm. it so much. And then that ending, 
than that. <laughs> it, it is so thoughtful. How about the acting, Jason? Like Lupita oh. Nyong'o? Can you believe she's... Well, her, her voice as the doppelganger... <laughs> Uh, Colin did that voice to me last night as we were, he turned off the lights and he, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, everybody, uh, she plays obviously her doppelganger and the doppelganger has the most, not since I, I would say not since Hannibal Lecter Uh has a voice in a psychological thriller Mm. creeped me out the way that Lupita Nyong'o's choice for her voice creeped me out this when she opens her mouth the first time oh um, god i'm getting chills right my, now my testicles fell right off my body <laughs> oh no went on the floor rolled down the stairs they it was creeping oh and elizabeth Colin, moss is great oh, oh just, she's great winston and Duke, I, hate the dad. I don't like her at all oh. but i like yeah. her in this uh and thank goodness for winston duke who plays the dad it, oh, because of the yes. humor without that i mean it's just perfectly written in like all all great horror movies have humor to give you a time to relax so they can scare you again and yeah. he is fantastic the kids oh uh, they're all good the, mm. the cast the writing bravo jordan peele now let me let's continue this let's take a break um i we obviously we don't want to give too much because her show she'll review it but give us one sentence when we return <laughs> about Donna yes. Valentine, if okay. you will. I will. It is coming up on 614. We'll be back after these. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Thanks for uh, spending a slice of your morning with us. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, continuing, wrapping up our conversation about us. By the way, The movie is a huge hit. Jordan Peele's Us. Here's the headline from Variety this morning. Stuns with a $70 million opening weekend. Wow. Not bad for a second directorial effort from Mr. Peele. Who then, this is going to be the year of Jordan because uh, we have this. And then next month, his uh, Twilight Zone reboot launches Mm -hmm. on CBS All Access. So this is going to be a good spring for Mr. Jordan Peele. And he Ooh. deserves it. Dawn, you took uh, <laughs> Dawn. Uh, I'm sorry, Dawn. You took Donna Valentine to the movie last night. Yes, uh, she um, doesn't like horror movies. I took her to see A Quiet Place uh, last time, and she was terrified the whole time of that. Um, so she begrudgingly agreed to go with me. Um, even in the trailers, she was jumping. She was upset, and she's like, "Why does every trailer have to be a horror movie?" Because she was terrified of the, you know, the Pet cemetery trailer. She was just so tense even getting into it. I'm like, Donna, that's the audience for this. That's why all the trailers are horror movies. She's like, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> like the minute it started, she goes, I hate you so much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> I mean, she was terrified. I mean, a lot of times she was like, you know, had her hands over her mouth because she was just so horrified at what she was seeing. And she was like, no, 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 no. You know, the, oh. so she loved it. But in she, the end, she loved it. She, uh, she did. She liked it. She goes, I liked it. So we'll see what she has to say about whether or not she really liked it. Um, but, you know, she she had a lot of questions at the end. It was very thought provoking for her. And, you know, that's always good to keep you talking after a movie is over. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's it was our whole it car did its ride. Job. Yeah. Yeah. Whole car ride home. Mm-hmm. So, Lex, are you going to are you going to see this? I think so. I think so. I'm hesitant because to hear that your butt was clenched the entire time, I, you know, I have to mentally, uh, you know, get ready for it. Yeah. Oh. But it is fun, too. But it is fun. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's what that's. Yes. Will make me uh, feel better about going. So, yeah, I want to see this in the theater. I think that it's worth it to see and, you know, experience with other people. Yes, for sure. Uh, Yes. And I think Angel would like this. Mm. I think this is because of the humor. I think he would like the. The, the combo. I think he would like the flow of it because it is. It's so good. Jordan Peele's Us. Everyone, a big thumbs up from Dawn and uh, myself. Oh, Dawn- yes. You got to see with the, friends. Other than Jordan Peele, the other big story entertainment-wise, I saw this everywhere, oh, was yeah. Barbara Streisand. Mm. Um, foot and mouth weekend for Miss Streisand. Dawn, what exactly did she say? Like, what? Because I was, again, I was in, I was... Losing losing money at pull tabs, so I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't keep up. Anyway, yeah, what, what did she do? Uh, Barbara Streisand spoke out about Michael Jackson in a very bad way. Mm. Um, she had to apologize for her statement she made about Michael Jackson and his victims. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. I apologize. Um, no but problem. she she just she said something that seemed very insensitive to them, like their story didn't matter. And, you know, that people they who knew to Michael Jackson. Yeah. People who knew Michael Jackson really are mourning the loss of the person that they knew. That is that's most I mean, the world is mourning the loss of the person that we thought um, he was. And it's just it's it's a shame because. You know, you have to let that go. If you realize something he, about somebody that is horrific, like we have about Michael Jackson, that seems to be very true. So uh, this is what she said. Um, I am. This is her apology. I'm profoundly sorry for any pain or misunderstanding I caused by not choosing my words more carefully about Michael Jackson and his victims because the words as printed do not reflect my true feelings. I didn't mean to dismiss the trauma these boys experienced in any way. So initially, she said that um, he was very sweet when she met him and very childlike. Um, she, she had sympathy for him and said his sexual needs were his sexual needs coming from whatever childhood he has or whatever DNA he has. You can say molested, but those children, as you heard them say, um, uh, she's talking about Wade Robson uh, and the other gentleman, Safe Chuck is his last name. They were thrilled to be there. They both married and they both have children, so it didn't kill them. 
that's the criteria, Barbara? Oh, it didn't kill them? Yeah. And because they're married and they have children, they're fine? <sighs> Come on, Barbara. I expect more. I expect a more thoughtful response. Yeah. I, I, come on. That's the bar. It didn't kill them. It didn't kill them. And they, they <laughs> and went they on found to love. And, and it's like, yeah, but through um, battling their whole life yes. through the trauma of what happened to them, thank goodness they, you know, had supportive parents or, yes. or whatever it was, therapy that helped them get through this. But not everybody is so lucky. Yeah. You know? And mark my word, it has affected every personal, intimate relationship they've had. I would I, I I would put money down and maybe they've revealed this in an interview. I would I would bet the farm that it has affected their intimate life with their spouse. Oh, and it, they will for the rest of their lives. For the rest of their life, it 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 it's yes. Again, as we've said many times, the moment that happens to you, the person that you are going to be is dead. It it drastically changes the person that you are. So. Yeah, I just expected more from her. You know, this makes I, I, sense with Barbara Streisand, though. She uh, has to be. She has to be very particular when she has concerts. What you know, what songs she sings, how she sings, the lighting, what she says is all scripted out, probably for this reason. Yeah, because she just yeah, mm-hmm. that's probably yeah, yeah. Even her happy chat is on a teleprompter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, we're up against the clock. Coming up on six twenty six when we come back. Uh, passing notes right after these words. The Jason and Alexis Show presents the Dynasty Slap of the Day. And I'm sure that you wouldn't even care if Blake killed Freckles the Clown. <laughs> but he didn't. No, he didn't, because you're still alive. This has been the Dynasty Flap of the Day. There we go. Jason wow. and Alexis in the morning, 631. That's uh, Alexis Carrington Colby Dexter Rowan versus Sable Colby. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a the, bunch of cheese. Yeah. Played by the great Stephanie Beecham, a fantastic British actress who went toe-to-toe with Alexis on the original and the only Dynasty over there on ABC. <laughs> Speaking of Dynasty, before we get to passing notes, I I sent the email, but I didn't put it on the grid. Um, Dynasty is just in the turlet, and they, mm. Nicolette uh. Sheridan, Nicolette Sheridan, who plays Alexis in this incarnation, uh, is leaving the show. Yeah, she and, couldn't even save it. No, and they got rid of her in the most ridiculous way. I just, I literally fast forwarded to the very end because I knew it was Nicolette's final show. And I always like to see how programs deal with an exiting lead. And they had her son, Adam, push her into the fireplace to burn her. And I'm not joking. I am not making this up. He held her hair and pushed her in the fireplace. Therefore, she has to get plastic surgery, thus explaining why a different actress is playing her. That's awful. I Ugh. wish I was making this no, up. No. But literally, he grabbed her hair and threw her into the fireplace. And I thought, is this for real? That's anyway. what sons are for. Yeah. And yeah, long lost sons, and uh, for that for that matter. Anyway, Don McLean, six thirty two <laughs> on this uh, Monday. What do we have for passing notes? Okay. Well, uh, Steph is back, played by the uh, lovely Elizabeth Reese. Uh, now, this is really. 
we got to say Rocco's week here for um, trying to explain some things in this note. Yeah, um, deep dive. <laughs> the fact that Rocco has had to delve into the world of like 1990 teenage um, hormones and love and anger oh. and angst is just makes me laugh so hard. So I'll just uh, <laughs> let uh, Elizabeth Reese take it away here. Are you passing a note? She passes me notes in class all the time. Do you want to pass me a note and have me circle yes or no? This is Passing Notes on Jason and Alexis. Old high school notes that producer Don found read aloud by the MyTalk players. It was sweet. We held hands and passed notes. And you are to read that letter in front of my class. Read it out loud. To Don from staff. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing just fine. Have you gotten your November issue of Teen? It's got Johnny Depp in it. (laughs) Gag! He's so ugly. I can't believe (laughs) Becky likes him. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. We've got some stuff to unpack here. Uh, First off, I put on my detective Pikachu hat and was able to pinpoint the exact Teen magazine she was referring to. The Teen magazine with Johnny Depp on the cover is from November of 1987. So we can pretty much safely guess that this note is from October of 87. Dawn had just turned 14, and a little bit of Missouri trivia here. The twins had just beaten the St. Louis Cardinals to win the World Series. R.I.P. Kirby Pocket. Okay, but let's hear that one part again. It's got Johnny Depp in it. Gag! He's so ugly. I can't believe Becky likes him. Okay, Johnny Depp, ugly, gag. I'm a straight guy, and even I think 1987 Johnny Depp could 21 jump my street anytime. (laughs) I mean, am I right, Elizabeth? Totally agree, Rocco. She was way off base here. 1987 Johnny Depp was smoking hot. Today, not so much. 1987, I can get behind. Okay, back to the note. Oh, well, I guess you can't have everything. I can't wait until my party. I don't know when I should have it. Do you? Oh, my grandma is asking Jackie if she can give me my perm Saturday. Oh, I hope she can fit me in. Okay, show of hands, anyone else have a visceral smell flash? Flashback to the scent of 80s perms at grandma's house. Mm-hmm. Okay, not just me. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We need to find out when we can go to the Humane Society. Maybe we can go Friday. Did you read the Luann? It's funny. Okay, sorry to keep interrupting, but can we go down the Luann rabbit hole a little bit here? <laughs> Luann is a comic strip. It started in 1985, and it actually still runs today, which was news to me. It's in the Star Tribune. Does Luann ring a bell for you, Elizabeth? Uh, no, I have absolutely no idea what she's talking about. Anyway, you can find them archived online at gocomics.com slash Luann. And so I wanted to see if I could figure out which day's strip from October of 87 tickled Steph's fancy enough to ask Dawn if she'd read it. And, uh, well, it wasn't exactly laugh-out-loud funny. And the strange thing is the entire month of October was a big subplot where Luann's nerdy friend Bernice had a hot senior boyfriend who was just using her so he could stash his weed and gym clothes in her locker. Anyway, it gets kind of serious and one night when they're out on a date, he is so high on pills and pot that he runs a red light and almost gets them killed. So Bernice dumps out his stash on the side of the road. Uh, I don't know, maybe Steph thought that was really funny. Uh, anyways, let's see where else this note goes. You're getting good at b-ball. You're getting better than me. I'm glad about that. You'd be shooting at the wrong basket. What? I'm glad about that. You'd be shooting at the wrong basket. Okay, I went back and looked at the original note, and that's exactly what she had written. I really like Brent a lot. Well, I better go now. I gotta be ready for bed. See you soon. Catch you later. Give me some skin, chick. Ha ha. Wee. Weenie. Bye. L-Y-L-A-S. <laughs> Mickey. P.S. That was my nickname this summer. Uh, it's October, Mickey. <laughs> it's off the movie, Mickey and Maud. 
My friend Tisha was Maude. I'm not going to pretend I didn't go down the Mickey and Maude rabbit hole, <laughs> Dudley Moore, Amy Irving, 1984, but let's wrap this thing up. Bye! Too <laughs> <Just> smiling. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. Oh, oh boy. That was so good. Oh, so many memories of Johnny Depp and Perm's baseball starts this week. Oh, right. So excited. Wiener. I mean, just hearing the word wiener is so funny. <laughs> Putting sucks. it in a note, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, no, go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I also played basketball, as you can hear. And basketball. Like, you're getting better at basketball <laughs> in seventh grade. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. perms. I'm thinking about mm-hmm. perms. I said the story on Friday that I got a perm and regretted it in third grade, <laughs> and my mom had to pick me up because oh. people did make fun of me, and she no. was so mad. I was grounded for one of the few, t- I don't know, probably I was grounded maybe 10 times in my life, and that was one of them because she was so angry because yeah. she told me. She goes, you, you're going to you get made like fun it. of. No, you're not going to like it. And we're going to have to, you know, and then I'm going to have to take you back to my Aunt Char, who was a beautician. and uh, Relax it. <laughs> and I know they're not called beauticians anymore, but back in the 80s, damn it, that's <laughs> yeah. what they were. She's a beautician. They can be beautiful. Yeah, so uh, um, beauty technician. And uh, and sure enough, I went to school, I was called Little Orphan Annie and a whole bunch of names, Aww. and then uh, went down to the secretary's office, the secretary of the principal, who really liked me. And she called Dar, and Dar had to pick me up, and she was not happy. Oh, because my you got was a perm happy. behind your mom's back somehow. Well, well no, I, my mom, you my mom and endorsed. Oh, okay, my mom gave in. I begged and begged and begged <laughs> for a perm, and finally, it's like you know, it's like when a dog keeps asking you for treats, you just yeah. eventually You're just like, give fine. up because you want them to leave you alone. Mm. Um, that's kind of how I was. And finally, my mom's like, fine, whatever, but you're going to have to suffer the consequences. And then the consequences was that uh, the consequences were that I was made fun of. And then um, Dar had to leave work no, and pick me up. And um, she was livid because she had to obviously miss a couple hours work. Then we had to go to Aunt Char and bother Aunt Char to put a relaxer in my third grade hair. <laughs> and it was a disaster. Aww. And yeah. And your hair was so sick straight. Yeah, I have very, yeah, very straight hair, even, I mean, especially back then. So I, I, I don't remember. I think my Aunt Char showed me some compassion because she knew her sister was, was, uh, just uh, giving it to very you. Very angry at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think my aunt Char was very sweet to me and was just like, "Oh, it's all right. I'll, I'll relax your hair. It's no big deal, Jace." And and uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, six thirty uh, coming up on six forty. Hey guys, uh, Marley uh, just uh, sent a note, and uh, the new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers has dropped. Mondays are for fairies. That's what we say. And uh, so the new episode is available on Podcast One. Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and uh, this one is all about our favorite thrill rides at Magic Kingdom. People think Magic Kingdom is just for kids. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, there's a lot of great rides there, and if you're looking for a cocktail, you won't find any. They don't sell alcohol there except beer and wine, so we tell you where to go before Magic Kingdom to make it even <laughs> more magical when you get there. So, yeah, there we go. The episode's available right now now uh it is uh coming up on 641 we ask this question uh, most mondays depending on alexis's schedule and uh this is going to be one of those mondays is the walking dead back mm-hmm. is it back 
because Alexis is basically the only one still watching the show on our on our on our show, and uh, she's keeping an eye of whether it's back. Some days it's back, <laughs> some weeks it's not back. Where is it now? Was the episode too talky? <laughs> Was there enough action? We're gonna find out when we return. Stay with us. And now a haiku dad joke from Alexis. The funky poet. He had a favorite dance band. High cool in the gang. That's terrific. Poetic, too. That was a haiku dad joke from Alexis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Haiku in the gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Rocco. <laughs> 646, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm iTalk 1071. And if you're away from your radio, don't worry. We're available at all times, ready for action on our MyTalk app. Just search for MyTalk1071 in your app store and download us, won't you? 646, let's get the timpani out. Every Monday we ask this question uh, to Alexis specifically. We used to do this years ago. about a, We used to ask this question about a show on ABC called Revenge. Uh, the show was really good, got really good ratings, and then it got really crappy. But Alexis uh, hung in there, and every week she tried to justify her fandom by uh, giving, oh, it's back. This week it's back. <laughs> um, so now that that behavior has shifted over. She's transferred that fandom, uh, that questionable fandom, to another show, The Walking Dead. Yes. So we ask Alexis today on this March 25th, is The Walking Dead back this week? first half hour of the show is back the last hour is back oh boy that well very, <laughs> i thought she was gonna say is not back but i was very I was shocked What's, guys oh wow oh. let me tell you this is red wedding-esque episode okay. oh what? is it oh game of very, thrones reference there yep it is intense some crazy things that you do not see happening happen <laughs> and the first half hour of the show could just pretty much go away okay because it was just very overly talky overly talky and i get that the the communities need to have a kumbaya moment they've decided that they're going to unite again as one so if one community is attacked they'll all come to the rescue of the others which i think is great but then they go you know it's the sweet music and all this stuff then (laughs) they go out on a mission again and guys, I wow, wow! The whispers are terrifying. And who are they again? The whisperers. They, they are humans that wear masks that of zombies. That uh, so they walk among the zombies, but they're humans. So they can go incognito. And then what you find out later just blows your mind. You guys, this show is back. Big time back. I cannot wait to see what happens. There's a there's a two night finale that's coming up in the next couple okay. weeks. So uh-huh. whew, that's crazy. Now the show's an hour and a half long. Yes, the first half hour, at least this time. I know there was some setup and things, but they could have done that much easier. The other thing that kind of bothers me is they keep referencing Carl and Carl's grand message and why his vision for the community and how they want to continue that along for for carl but i'm thinking that is more rick and michonne if any of, if any of them but okay yeah. they're, they're kind of heroizing carl which i'm like 
uh, I don't know if I can quite get <laughs> yeah. on that. Oh. They also had this big fair. So you see all of the different communities kind of come together. Uh, they're trading. They're learning how to blacksmith. They're learning CPR. <laughs> they're learning a whole bunch of different things at this fair. <laughs> And getting to know it's each like other. It's like a wellness fair. <laughs> it kind of felt like can, that, Don. Can they learn how to get, uh, cure the zombie apocalypse at the wellness fair? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they should, really, don't you think? CPR. Oh, uh, and no one it, wanted to be at the fair. It's like, why even have the fair? Oh, wow. If there's Now, if they were having wellness fairs at, on Walking Dead, we've come to the end of the show. I mean, if there's... <laughs> Oh, they're going to have, like, colonoscopies. And, and then, come on. <laughs> I mean, like, this is how you check for breast cancer. Put the show down. Put the show down. But if you get it, we can't do anything about it. So. Oh, right. Oh, well, at gosh. At least you'll know. The other thing that bothers me, too, in the commercials, they'll, you'll see a, a scene that, oh, it's back, it's back. And then it was like, no, we'll be back in 60 seconds. I'm like, oh. oh Just to try to keep you watching. Oh, Saturday Night Live does that, too. Don't like, get we're already here. Oh, my apologies. No, go ahead. No, please. Go um, for it. You know I, what I'm uh, saying, right? I Well, I, I could go on. I don't want to be negative on a Monday. I could go on for 15 minutes about how, look, I love the cable networks, FX, um, AMC. I love how they have forced the networks to change uh, their plan as far as how many episodes uh, a show needs every season. They've, they've, they've really changed the game. However, the one thing that cable re- still needs to change is the fact that they have more commercial breaks than any other, than the network TV and any other network combined. I, I, I know this is an old reference. Well, no, I'll use walking dead when I watched it. Mm-hmm. My goodness. It was like four minutes of content and then like a six-minute commercial break. And yep. I'm not joking. I believe that I actually did time a commercial break one time, and it was six minutes long. Oh, yeah. In 20 and the volume nine- was so much louder. Yes. <laughs> Again, I didn't mean to stop in there. No, no. Again, in 2019, mm-hmm. cable networks, in 2019, when we have, we have options aplenty, we have, and we have, we have commercial-free options aplenty, you cannot expect... An entertainment consumer anymore, especially the younger folks, they're not going to sit through a six-minute commercial break. No. They're not. They're going to get bored. My father-in-law, who I don't think he minds, I think is in his 50s, my father-in-law flips when when a commercial break comes on. And sometimes he doesn't go back. Yeah. So it's dangerous. I don't, I, look, I know these shows need to make money, especially, you know, with big budgets and stuff, but, oh, it is it is a, it is a, it's detrimental. The, the, the walking dead specifically, they just have a lot of commercial breaks. Yeah. It, yeah. There's a lot going on for sure. And this mm-hmm. whole, like, we'll be back in, in one minute. Just that, that just makes you even more upset because then you wasted that 10 seconds of <laughs> yep. showing that little scene when we're going to get there, mm. but then we still have to wait. And, oh yeah, that's just crazy. But I have to say guys, if you are getting back on the walking dead, this is the episode to watch. The way it ends is crazy. Mm. And I want to give too much away, <laughs> but it is more. crazy. Okay, well then, uh, here's what you're, here's what I would like you to do if you could. Yes. Give us one word. Give us a one word clue. Okay, here we go. One word. Or two. Or three. <laughs> Terrifying. And goodbye. 
<laughs> I don't want to give away too much. I just don't want to. So, I'm so glad we did that. Yeah. There's, I'm so oh. Glad that. Okay. Okay. that was that was. I I I mean no offense with this, but that was perhaps the worst two word clues. The most generic. I already said red wedding, didn't I? Terrifying and goodbye. Terrifying. Goodbye, show. I don't mean like goodbye right now. I meant goodbye to some people. Think of red wedding, that episode. Uh, Lex, how would you describe The Walking Dead? Give us one word. TV show. Yes, there you go. Oh, gosh. It's so good. Oh, and I guess you're right. You did say right at the beginning of of the conversation, you did say Red Wedding. We're talking Walking Dead and whether it's back. If you just Oh, it is back. And I think Daryl is finally going to get some love. Yeah, you've been wanting him to have uh, Zombie Nook or uh, Apocalyptic Nook for a while. Yeah, he well, he has a dog this season, which is great, which he Uh named Dog. And he asks someone to take care of his dog while he's on a mission. Can you take care of my dog, dog? And I think, (laughs) yeah, essentially that's what happened. And I think as a thank you, He's gonna. Oh my up. god! Oh, they're yeah. bartering for. They're dog sitting. <laughs> no, I mean that. I, I guess it's just wishful thinking. If you um, watch dog, I'll. Oh, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah different D. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I was gonna say something else. I know, I know. Now Dawn's thinking of it. And audience, now you, because you're perverts like we are. Now you're thinking uh, it. And, yeah. I was gonna say when I dog sit for you. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I you don't offer yourself sexually. You, I was gonna say I want this to go on the record. When you dog sit for the Mathesons, I. Never asked Dawn. I want to be very crystal carried and clear. I've never asked for anything sexual. Dawn, can I? Can you? Well, you don't offer it either. Yeah, for sure. That's fine. But I should now because the chicks are digging the beard. I'm just telling you. That's how I'm getting. I'm getting chicks. I like a guy with a beard. I know. We're gonna take a break, everybody. Stay with us. Back after these words. It's a beautiful day.